Hello everyone, my name is Brian Tussaud, and welcome to the Fur Peasants Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on the podcast, Philip Andrew. He is a Los Angeles-based Emmy Award-winning television producer who is asked to speak all around the country, educating and encouraging high school and college students through high-energy entertainment and unforgettable storytelling. We're going to jump right in. We had an interesting conversation last time we were on the phone, and I wanted to have you on the podcast and recreate that moment because I feel like we have a lot of a lot of information that people could learn from. So yeah, totally. I I I greatly appreciate you, uh, greatly appreciate you having me on. Um, I I love talking about this stuff. I know we when we kind of initially talked, we had a lot of just life lesson type stuff and exactly our our kind of our outlooks on things. And um, so for any of your listeners that you know, real quick, you know, my name is Philip Andrew. Uh, you guys can find me on any of the social media platforms as at Philip Andrew L A. Uh, I am the L A. stands for Los Angeles. I'm a uh, man. I'm one of those guys that. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I've got all those slashes next to my name, right? Like I've done a bunch of different random stuff. So uh, everything from, you know, the main nine to five is I'm actually a television producer out here in Los Angeles working in reality television and uh, worked on shows like Undercover Boss and uh, a lot of different things like that. Total Divas on the E! Network and lots of lots of really, really cool projects. And aside from that, I'm also a uh, a motivational speaker that primarily focuses on high school and college kids as well as a media coach uh, working with like, you know, uh, athletes and business professionals, helping them be better on camera. So I'm kind of into a lot of different things. And I always joke it's because I'm single and uh, I've got all this time on my hand. Like, I feel like if I had kids or if I had a wife, then I would probably, you know, I'd choose one. But right now I'm, I don't know, I guess you almost call it selfish, I guess. I'm trying to do my own thing. But uh, so, yeah, trying to think about with life exactly what we were, what we were kind of jamming on. And I think you know, I think it's just one, there's so many different places to, to go. And I feel like there's so many different, uh, you know, if you're like me, I'm, I'm addicted almost to motivational videos and listening to speakers and all these different things. And, uh, I love hearing everyone's different take on kind of how they, you know, how they approach life and how they approach, you know, success. And, and it's funny how much I've, I've gotten used to, you know, there's so many of these things that we hear all the time, right? Like the, you know, it's never too late to be, uh, be what you might have been or, you know, the, uh, all these different things of, you know, who did you make happy today? Like all these big slogans that so many people use. Um, but sometimes I, I often think it's like people, you know, there's a big difference between understanding, like there's a big difference between being memorizing the fact that two plus two equals four. And there's a big difference between memorizing two plus two equaling four and understanding the concepts behind two plus two equaling four. You know what I'm saying? Right. The experience behind it. Exactly. And I feel like there's a lot of times where we 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 get really good at throwing these these terms around or these catchphrases or, you know, we put them on the back of motivational T-shirts or, you know, we got it on our, our favorite CrossFit T-shirt or whatever. And um, but sometimes it's like, how do you actually understand the whole concept, right? Like I try to read, read as much as I can so that I can understand concepts rather than just saying like, oh, this is a cool slogan that when I'm feeling sad, I guess I'll just, 
you know, I'll, I'll put it on my wall and, and read it every time that, uh, you know, something crazy is going on in my life. Um, but yeah, man, I guess I'll kind of, you know, there's so many different ways we could jump in. I'll, I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to hear what, where do you want to take things, my man? Well, I wanted to, I wanted to take a pause and you talked about success and I want to, what is, what is your idea of success for, for everyone? Man, going with the big one, right? I mean, you might as well have just asked me like, what are we all here for? Right? (laughs) Like the big, the big philosophical question of, of success. No, I, no, I, I I totally, I totally hear where you're at. And I think, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people think success is like that dream job or, uh, a happy family or um, any, anything like that. But for me, success isn't really about achieving the dream so much. It's more of a, a personal kind of venture. Like you could be have success and have an average job because you could, you could really know your inner self. You could, you could find peace, you could find health, and you could have a multi-million dollar job and you could be super unhealthy. And that is not my idea of success. You know what I mean? Oh, totally, man. I, I think a lot of times we get, uh, you know, just growing up, you know, growing up with in the society that we are in, you know, and especially now with, you know, not, I hate to blame social media for stuff, but just, you know, we have so much, we see so much of other people's lives, right? You know, you figure back in like, you know, if it was like 1920, you know, y- your world was like the 200 people you knew in your town. And that was it. Like, every, you know, you didn't really know what was happening three, even, you know, 20 miles away. And now we are so bombarded with everyone else's lifestyle. And we see tons of things that, that we know what is out there, but we they're not ours, all the cars, all the, you know, and I guess for me, I definitely grew up, you know, one of those kids that, you know, I saw the, I saw the houses, I saw the money. I, you know, I I grew up in, you know, I'm originally from Metro Detroit on the, uh, just outside of Southwest Detroit. And, you know, we grew up where like, there were all these other kids that had a lot more stuff than we had. And, you know, there was that moment where you thought like, oh man, maybe that's the answer, right? Like maybe, you know, being from the right part of town or having the right car or having the the right life, job, whatever it is, maybe that's what success is. Maybe then I'll be worthy of of being appreciated and, and having love in my life and maybe that's what I'm supposed to be after. And I think I kind of, I, I definitely was, you know, captivated by that as a kid growing up, wanting to be super successful without really ever defining success. I guess I just always assumed that it was like, you know, money, cash, cars, power, all the, you know, all the, all the things. I'm not saying anything, you know, brand new, but I think what you're touching on, which is so powerful is, is the, the love of the journey and of the path and and really falling in love with the process of things and understanding what, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, you hear so many guys talk about the why, but I think that's a big thing is like with your purpose of like figuring out what exactly is it that you want your life to be about? Like, what do you want your life to look like? What are the, you know, and it's not, it's not what everybody else wants. It's not what 
everybody else's life is supposed to be. It's not what you think your parents wanted your life to be or what you think, you know, your teachers or, or anyone you know. You know, I don't even think it's as much as like I try to be very non-codependent in a way of I try to I try not to even get into that mindset of I'm trying to prove them wrong that I was able to like for me I just want to be able to be happy and and feel happy and fulfilled and like I am actually owning my path in life and I'm owning um you, you know trying to you know make the world a better place show up positively for the people in my life um, you know, make an impact in a, in a, in a, in a big way, but also not missing the opportunities to be supportive and encouraging on a small level. You know, so often we hear people, they get, they get these really big dreams, right. Of wanting to go, you know, I want to go to, I want to go to Africa and I want to, you know, go do, you know, some people want to go do a mission trip or they want to go do these really big things. I want to go to Haiti. I want to, I want to go, you know, do these massive Things which are good, which is great. I think it's amazing. Um, but there's a lot of amazing things that people can do in their own community and they could do today. Like there's a lot of amazing things that we could do today. It's, you know, it's early on a Thursday. Like we could totally go out there and, and make somebody's day and, and show up positively for somebody else. And I think a lot of times people miss that or they, they think so big that they forget that there's something they could do right now. Um, and I, I know I'm kind of jumping all, all over the place a little bit, but I think, you know, my, in the simplest way to say what is success, um, I think it is having peace. I think it's being able to live a life with with certain elements of, of freedom in your life and being able to really be, uh, to live a passionate life in a life that you're excited about. And being able to, you know, to have the freedoms to to go out and be able to kind of chase whatever it is that you want to chase, but understanding, like you said, not being so focused on the end result, or at least I should say this, not thinking that the end result is in and of itself what is going to make you feel fulfilled, right? Like if you're, if you're, you know, chasing, 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 just so that you have this idea in your head that, oh man, like. Once I get that car, once I get that house, or, you know, once I get the right man in my life or the right female in my life, then things will really start to change. It's like, no, 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 no. It needs to be now. If you're not happy without it, you will not be happy with it. So it's doing the stuff that you need to be able to do so that you can enjoy your life where you're at currently. And and I think that's, yeah, I ramble, but I think that's a little bit of kind of my idea of success, man. What do you think? All right. I, I like it. Um. What I really honed in on was when you said you were mentioning being happy. And I believe that is a big level of success. And there's different levels of success. There's, well, there is financial success. And if, if that's what you're good at, if you're really good at investments, if you're really good at stocks, really good at uh, manage, managing money, like, you should definitely uh, focus on your skill set. And if that's what brings you happiness, not so much the money, because you can be like, you could be a millionaire one day, and then the next week you're bankrupt. But it's okay, because your skill set is so good at at bringing in money, you're going to be a millionaire the next month. 
So you could go to dinner and say to your friend, oh man, lost my job today, lost all my money. And you're happy and they don't understand. Well, that's because your skill set is in money. You know how to create investments. You know how to create, uh, you, uh, you know how to manage money to become a millionaire again. You were a millionaire before. It's easy to become a millionaire again. So if that if money brings you happiness, it, it's probably not so much the money. It's probably the, oh, I'm good at something and and I like doing that. Just yeah, like, what is it? It was in what what Moneyball where where the thing is it's not about the money, it's what the money says about you, right? It's like the validation, the validation point. You know, but or, or, you know one thing I even always try to you know, to say with, you know, people that I coach or, or whatnot is just this idea of like, okay, now what? Like if, you know, somebody really wants, uh, you know, say you really, you know, let's let, maybe jump away from money for a second. Like if someone says like, oh man, I want to win, I want to win an Academy Award. Obviously I'm out here in Los Angeles and I deal with a lot of people that are, you know, actors or, uh, you know, directors or they're, they're in the entertainment field. And they'll say, you know, I want to win award. I want to, I want to win this award. It's like, okay, cool, awesome. Let's let's go there. Let's play this game. You're you're on stage. You're getting your award. You just won this award. Now what? Right? Like now, put yourself in there. Really feel it. Feel the fact that you just won this thing. What is the feeling that you were hoping to get from that? And then understanding, like, is that is that the only reason you're doing it? Because if the only reason that you're chasing this is so that you can somehow feel like, oh, fulfilled or, oh, then I'll, then I'll feel validated. Then I'll feel worth something. Then I'll feel like that's a long journey. That's a long path to be on. <laughs> that's a lot of work to put towards something to then maybe, maybe you achieve it and then you'll feel fulfilled. Then you'll feel like you can start enjoying your life. Like that's when your life is going to begin. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like let's get to a place where we can still want to win awards. I'm not telling people to, you know, I don't think that being, you know, happy in your life means that you have to throw away all your ambition. You can be extremely ambitious, but still have the ability to like be appreciative of where you're currently at in life. And you can know where you're going and you can strive and work hard for what's what's to come and where you want to go. And you can be ambitious and in all these different things. But there needs to be a moment also where you can stop where you can really stop and be like, you know what? I want all these big things, but I'm also great right here. Like this is amazing right here. You know, I I love this idea of um living living life in the bonus, right? Like having this mentality. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm 32 um and I have you know, I there's so many people. I know there's people that have been in my life growing up or, you know, family members that they're no longer here, you know, and I'm sure your listeners, I'm sure you have it. You know, there's, there's people that we love and we care about and, and, and now they're, they're in our memories, right. And they're, you know, they've, they've passed on and, you know, their, their lives are gone. And, and the truth of the matter is every single day that we have the ability to like, just let our, lungs move in our heartbeat and like that's amazing like that is such a a blessing to just be alive and I really started to get to this spot where I started looking at my career and I started looking at, at some of the opportunities that I've had and the things that I've been able to do, do. Um, and I'm so lucky I, I feel that you know and, and I don't say that in a, in a bragging way I, I genuinely feel grateful for all the opportunities that I've been able to have in life 
And so I look at that and I go, it's, it's almost, I look at it, I, I tell this to myself, it's almost disrespectful for me to not enjoy this thing and to not just love every moment of life. It, it's almost disrespectful because I've been able to do so much cool stuff and there's people that will not have the opportunity to, you know, that they're, they may be, may be sick. They may have different, different situations, different struggles in their life. And, and I want to be so appreciative of the life that I have. Um, you know, so I really kind of came up with this thing of like, you know, I'm, I'm already a success. Like, I don't need to keep chasing it. Like, yeah, there's different levels like you had mentioned, you know, but you know, I, I've, I've got a family who's proud of me. You know, I, I I've, you know, I've been able to do a lot of really cool stuff and, and work on cool projects and meet a lot of great people. And I really needed to just have a moment where I was like, boom, I'm living in the bonus. Like from, I'm already a success from this moment moving forward is all just a bonus and it's just icing on the cake. And it was like, once I really started to own that, when I really started to own that idea of living in the bonus, man, things really started to kind of shift for me, uh, and just it just helped me. It was almost like getting a fast pass right to gratitude. Really helped me out with just being extremely grateful for the good things and for the bad things, and just being appreciative of the path, and and being happy that you know my heart beats. Yeah, that 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 is that is excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I want to recap on some of that and add some of my input to it. It, mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking, when you were talking about the the end goal, the Oscar on stage, I just want to say that you know focusing on the end goal. I mean that is a good thing because that is a goal to strive for. But if if you want to be an actor, and just because you want to win an Academy Award, you should not be an actor. You should be an actor because you love acting. You should. Mm-hmm. Just like anything else, you should be a musician because you love music. You should love it so much that you dedicate so much of your time. And you should not worry about making money off of it for the rest of your life. You should, mm-hmm. same with acting. If you are an indie film actor and do it for a passion and never make a living out of it, that's okay because you love acting. You love it just as much as uh, famous actors in the movie theaters or in your favorite TV shows. They uh, they do it because they love doing it and they put the hours, blood, sweat, and tears into it not to try to make a living but try to make an excellent film, try to be a team, try to be a family. They don't do it for an Academy Award, not the, not the end game. Just like you should, yeah, it's, it, just like you yeah, should become. It's almost like that, it, the almost. Oh yeah, I, I was just gonna say it's almost like the joke of, uh, you know, when people actually make a ton of money, it's like you almost have to, you have to be working so hard that even if you made a million dollars, you wouldn't be make. You'd be if you averaged it all out, it'd be like minimum wage, right? Like because you were you put so many hours into, yeah, uh, you know, your passion, and and I think yeah, dude, that's such a great, you know, I experience it in, in a lot of people where it's like they don't. They don't even, they don't want to be actors 
for the craft as much as they want to be actors because of the they want people to feel about them the way they feel about actors, right? Like they're like, oh man, I love Brad Pitt, and I see other people that love Brad Pitt, yeah. and I wish people loved me the way that I love Brad Pitt. So it's like it's like maybe if I if I do what Brad Pitt does, then I will be a success. And it's like no 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 no, you gotta love you gotta love the process and. And uh, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I, I know I totally jumped in and cut you off. That's all right. I have a tendency of doing that. So my apologies for that. You know, your listeners are probably like, dude, you talk too much. <laughs> no, it's great information. I was going to say, yeah, like the fa- some people do acting for fame. And that's when you see famous actors that reach that fame and they're not fulfilled. That's when you see them depressed and they just turn to drugs or, you know, alcohol or anything like that. And that goes for any field. If you you do it for the fame, it's just not the right. That's not the right goal you should reach. And I was gonna say, just like doctors, they don't do it for the money. If you do it for the money, you're in the wrong field. They do it because they love helping people. They love solving problems. They love science. They love medical science. They love the the human anatomy. So that's why they do it. Yeah, and there's totally that moment. And, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not one of those, and not that I feel that either of us are, but I'm definitely not one of those guys that is like, you know, demonizing money or, or think it's all, because the truth is like, you do need money. You need money to, to, to pay rent and survive in this world. And, and money can buy a lot of fun and you can go and travel and, and do a ton of stuff. And there's a lot of great, great things that come from money. And I think that, um, you know, for me, it was a big idea that I needed to come to terms with really understanding that. What, what was my relationship with money and, and what was I looking at to do? And I think, you know, there's any element, right? Even like, you know, public speaking or, you know, producing TV shows. I love producing TV shows, um, but I also, I do, I love that I get to make a living and, you know, it pays my bills and, and it's a lot of fun and, and I'm able to save and do my different stuff. And so I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't want to, I, I guess to your listeners, my thing is like, you know, there are times where we do things for, you know, like wanting to have money and, and, and working hard to make money, like money can totally be a huge, uh, a huge reason on why you choose a particular career or why you choose to to go into a different, you know, a field. Like, you know, I think if if doctors made if doctors made twenty k a year, I mean, you'd probably see less doctors, right? Like there, so there is some incentive from the financial gain that you get for people to do that. But there's also that moment where it's like that can't you know, that can't be the only reason. And I guess that's, I think that's kind of what we're hitting on is like, you can, you know, there's a lot of, I have friends that are actors that, you know, have made millions of dollars and, and they love it. And they joke, they're like, man, I I feel so lucky that I've been able to make all this money and I get to do something that I love and it's really cool. But it's, so the money can be a drive. Like the paycheck can be a bit of a drive, especially to, you know, if you have any listeners that work in sales, right? Like there's, there's so much of it that, it is kind of derived and feeds off of money, but it is that idea that it, that can't be the only reason. Like there's got to be other, uh, that, that can be one of 20 reasons. You know, it shouldn't be the number one reason because, you know, you see it all. I, what was the study? They had a study that came out. It was like the 75K rule. Are you familiar with this? Um, I'm not the, sure. So there, so there's this, there's, they did this and I forget, I, I, you know, if I had a researcher with me, I'd have them pull it up. Oh, but no, I have heard know, of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the 75, you know, 75K. Um, you know, they say that after $75,000 of of income, your 
you know, like if you're making 30K a year, like, yes, like 70K a year would be a huge bump. Yes. And it would definitely be able to to make life very, you know, drastically different. And and it gets you, um, you know, when people are in survival mode, right? Like if you're in a poverty spot or if you're, you know, you're making not that much, just barely scraping by, like, yeah, life can be very difficult, especially when you are in, if you are in survival mode, you know, you're just trying to make sure you've got food and in a place to live and you're just trying to be able to get to work and, and there's not a lot of extras like you're in survival mode. It's really difficult. But once you get to, you know, the research, this is the research, this isn't my theory, but it was like, once you get to 75 K, it really doesn't matter if you're 75 K or a hundred K or 125 or 150 after 75, you're, you're, you're well beyond survival mode. And the, the advantages, they kind of say like that's the peaking point, right? Like the advantages of, you know, from a happiness standpoint, and I don't know how they quantify happiness, right? Like I'm sure it's from doing researches and, and surveys and things like that, but. They probably base it on get, uh, stress levels. Yeah, stress levels, yeah. all different things, right? But they, you know, they say it's like once you get north of that 75K, like there's not, you know, the 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 advantages kind of start to just level out, right? So there's no big deal between. 75k and 90k um and, and it's just that like once you have had kind of your your minimum needs made then you have you're doing things and you're able to have some like income that you can kind of have have fun with or or choose to do with whatever you can so you have more entertainment and more fun and different things there's you know and here's you know you're talking to a guy who i'm not a millionaire so like i can't really speak to what it must be to what it's like to to open up your your stock portfolio and see you know six billion dollars i could only imagine what that would be like but you know money is a big thing for a lot of us but you know th there was this quote though that i loved and um it was any problem any problem that can be fixed with money isn't a real problem and i'm sure that maybe there's a listener out there who's like that's bs but in my thing like if there's really a problem and if it can be fixed so easily fixed by money maybe it's time to reevaluate like just how difficult that problem really is. Right. Like it's, we, I think the term luxury has, has definitely shifted where we have a lot of things in our lives that we think that are, we, we think they're norms, but they're luxuries. You know, like we have a lot of stuff in our, like people will be like, Oh man, this iPhone bill, like an iPhone is a luxury. Like, yes, do a lot of people have it? Totally. Is it something that a lot of people feel that it's almost a necessity of life? Sure. But the truth is there's millions and millions, billions of people in the world that don't have an iPhone. Like it is a, it is definitely a luxury to have a $900,000 device in your pocket that can call and search the internet and do all these things. And while it's a great piece and, and just because a lot of people have it doesn't mean that it's not still a luxury. You know, it's like, I, I don't, I don't know where, where I'm going with that other than the fact of you know, there, sometimes we do need to just really evaluate the things in our lives that we are calling problems that we're calling, you know, the, you know, the old hashtag first world problems. Like we got so much stuff to be grateful for and excited about here in the States. And, and I just think that, you know, a lot of people would find a lot more f freedom in their thinking and they would just be so much happier if people would kind of, you know, step back, relax and take, take a second, write a gratitude list, write five items on a list on a piece of paper that you think are, um, you know, that you're grateful for and just, and go from there, say them out loud. You know, I, I have times where like, I really try to force myself if I, if I catch myself complaining, 
I immediately try to find something that I can be grateful for. Like, like you know, say I, I go to, you know, we're in Southern, I'm in Southern California here. So obviously like, you know, we, we eat a ton of, of Mexican cuisine here. And I, I feel like I eat burritos way too damn much. And, uh, but you know, I'll have a burrito and then like I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like, oh, that was a mistake. My stomach. And I'll, and I'll start complaining. I immediately will be like, you know what, dude, think, you know, be happy you had food in your stomach last night. Like, Totally. Like, be happy that, you know, sorry to be crass, but it's like, be happy you have a restroom that you can walk into right now. You know, be happy that you have, you know, a, a roof over your head. And, and it's like, for some people I get, it seems like, oh, dude, like it's, you know, whatever the positive thinking, like, oh, motivational speaking, like they get so burnt out on it and they feel so, uh, you know, annoyed by it. But the truth is like gratitude is such a powerful tool that when you can really start to implement it in your life, man, it it is extremely life-changing if you can really adopt gratitude as a fundamental part of your existence. Uh, I mean, it's, I think for me, it's done amazing things. Like I, I, I feel very grateful. I feel grateful that I'm grateful, you know, as cheesy as that is, man, I, I really do. Like it's, uh, I'm just glad that I have learned that and I didn't come up with on my own. I've been taught that by so many amazing people that I've been blessed to meet in my world that, uh, you know, gratitude has, has really saved me in a lot of, you know, times when my, my selfishness wanted to take it to an entitled place or, you know, my selfishness wanted me to feel like have a little pity party and, oh, poor me, blah, blah, blah. The world is so difficult. Why doesn't it just, why don't people just hand me money? <laughs> you know, but like being grateful has always been a huge thing for me to, to really help me hang on to a good peace of mind and feel comfort in where I'm at. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think we have similar viewpoints at different angles because I also uh, view life with gratitude, but I call it thankfulness, which is I, I believe to be the same thing, just just different words. But mm-hmm. I every single day I go over my day, I, I meditate, and I review my day. And I thank every moment in my day that happened that flashes in my memory. So I do that and I, I thank everything in my life. So the things, though, I have a job, I have a car, I have a house, I have kids, I have family, friends. And then I thank everything in my life that stresses me out. And that's the hard part, being thankful for things that normally you wouldn't be thankful for and when you look at things that stress you out at a different angle you start to understand them in different ways and Mm -hmm. it's it relieves that weight off your chest now you you've you've heard of you know you talk things out you're like oh man it's a weight off my chest it feels so good well yeah i don't know if you've ever literally had that feeling but it is a great feeling and talking things out is fantastic. Communication is, is key to our whole lives, especially communication with ourselves. And we don't, mm-hmm. we rarely do that. We rarely stop to think about ourselves. We talk about ourselves, but we rarely, <laughs> we rarely think about ourselves unless it's negative. We rarely go over our day. What, even just like, what'd you eat last night? You know, just simple things like that. 
And just simple things like that can go to your health. Like, oh, I feel like crap. Why? Oh, yeah, because I ate burritos last night. <laughs> you know, like, so just simple things of remembering what you ate. So on that level, all the way to why do I feel anxious? Why do I feel depressed? If you stop to think every night and you, you pinpoint why you feel like that, you can solve your problems within your own mind. So communication is huge. So, well, yeah, and definitely at least g- gaining gaining clarity over it, right? Like I think there's yeah. a lot of times where Accepting people don't it. even, yeah, they, they don't even know where, like, man, oh, I just feel like sometimes you'll hear people like, man, I feel I'm in a funk. I mean, it's uh, it's funk, and I don't know where it's coming from. It's like, well, okay, let, let's actually let's dig, let's actually figure out where, because it's coming from somewhere, right? Like, there's some reason that you're feeling it, and it's like, yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I mean, getting to the bottom of it is is a very clear thing. We're we're, we're so, I love what you said, man. About yeah, the, once you can figure out that, why that, you're unhappy, you can yeah. That's how you can figure out how to be happy. Why are you unhappy? Totally. So. If everyone's like, why can't I be happy? Well, why aren't you happy? That's what we need to find out. What is making you unhappy? Now solve that. You need to do something about that. What can you do? Yeah, no, I, I think that's so good. I and, and man, I'm trying to think of exactly how you phrased it, but I loved it. It was just that idea of like... Um, Oh, we, we don't think about ourselves unless it's negative, right? Like I yeah, feel exactly. that's so good and it's so true and it's so sad, but it's yep. like, you know, I've, I, we're so mean to ourselves, man. Like, and I feel like there's a lot of, you probably have a lot of listeners and that are, that have, that can relate to this and maybe not, but this is kind of my story, but it's like, we have those times where we're so, we're so damn hard on ourselves. You know, we, we don't expect perfection of anyone else out of, other than ourselves. Like, right. We think that we're supposed to be perfect. We're supposed to know everything. We're supposed to be this, this you know, the, the star of, of everything, right. Where like the little, you know, where everything is supposed to work out. And, you know, I, I'll just, I'll tell this quick story because it's, it was so, it, it was something that really hit me hard. It was, this was probably, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, for your viewers that don't know, I'm, I'm actually a, uh, I'm a sober guy. I've been, you know, I haven't had alcohol in over 10 years. Awesome. Uh, I used to have a lot of issues. Oh, thanks, man. I used to have a lot of, uh, I used to have a lot of issues uh, growing up and, and I used alcohol to kind of cope with some of the, you know, difficulties of, you know, just growing up. And, you know, my mother, you know, had passed away when I was in high school and that was a big, that was kind of a big thing for me. And I kind of turned to, to alcohol. And, but so I had a time where I was going to, this is probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I, I go to this, I go to a rehab facility to go to a meeting. Um, and we meet this guy there and there's a guy who's, it's his like first day trying to get sober. You know, remember he's probably like 29, 30 years old. And and so I'm talking to this guy after the meeting and you know, we're, we're kind of trying to encourage him and he's talking about how, you know, he's like, man, I don't, I'm wearing everything I own. Um, and, and I'm like, damn dude. And like guys really in a rough spot. So, you know, me and some of the other guys were talking with him after the meeting. Uh, some of the other guys are trying to, you know, help him out, get into the rehab facility, whatever. And so I, I hug him. I, I leave. Hey man, you know, people love you. Just stick with it. You know, you, you can do it. And I, I start walking back to my car and I remember that I always, so I always carried, um, you know, I always normally carry like, you know, an extra, extra set of clothes or something in the car in case I, you know, spill something on a shirt or whatever. And so I go back to the car and I remember that I have this. I have these clothes in, in my car. So, so I make this dude like a little bag, right? Like, you know, shirt, pants, you know, extra shoes, like all old stuff, right? Like, you know, just, just stuff that I had in the car. So I walk back to him and I go, Hey man, here you go. And I give him these, I give him this, 
you know, the, these clothes. And I just hug them, tell them, hey, man, there's people that care about you. I love you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm leaving. So I'm walking back to my car and I'm feeling pretty good. You know, like I just did this good deed and I'm feeling good. And I feel really like, like there was, you know, I just felt a lot of love in that feeling that that amazing feeling lasted for about 25 seconds. And, and I'm walking back to my car and all of a sudden my head starts, you know what, Phil? Oh, you think you're special? Oh, you think you did something good? Why didn't you give them money? Oh, you gave them some old clothes so you think you can, you, you, you're a good person now? Like, oh, dude, you're such a, you're such a fraud. You think you're, oh, and, and I was like, whoa, like it was a moment where I stepped back and I was like, wow, is this my brain? Is this how my brain works that it just wants to find fault in all things? And so, so I went home and I, I told my, my girlfriend at the time and, and I you know, I told her the story and she was just like, whoa, she's like, Phil, she goes, would it, my, my sister, me and my sister are very close. Her name is Carol Ann and my you know girlfriend knew this. And she goes, she goes, Phil, if Carol Ann, your sister called you and told you that story, would you be giving her, would you be this hard on her? And I was like, no, I'd be so happy. She goes, so what makes you think it's okay for you to treat yourself this way? And it was a really, it was a really powerful moment where I was like, damn, like I'm kind of a dick to myself. Like I'm like, I'm like, that's a crazy situation. Like if anyone else told me that story, I'd be like, oh man, that's really cool that you did that. But the fact that I did it, I thought that I didn't do it well enough. I could have done it better. I fell short. I'm not worth like, and it was like crazy how that, that snowball went. And, and I kind of had to just accept the fact that like, yo man, stop being so damn hard on ourselves and like show a little bit of grace and a little bit of love towards ourselves. Cause it's, man, it's going to be a hard life (laughs) if, if every single decision we make, we beat ourselves up over it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, I I said it was gonna be a short story. It wasn't a short. Story, <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. Yeah. There's, I I liked it. Um, what, what you were saying about good deeds, uh, it is great to commit good deeds t- to others and for others, but also we neglect good deeds towards ourselves. We never take care of ourselves, you know, go out and buy something, if you, even if you can't afford it, because you need to take care of yourself every once in a while. And it may not have to be financially uh, beneficial. You don't have to go and buy yourself something. You could go and do a, a workout class. You could go and uh, sew. You could go to uh, the library and and read, I don't know, it's just something that you can treat yourself with and we rarely treat ourselves. What 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 is something that uh I love that. I, I talk with a lot of a lot of friends, you know, I had a, I had somebody ask me that one time. They're like, "You know, Phil, how do you how do you um how do you celebrate yourself?" And it I was like, "Whoa." And I didn't know how to answer it. And I've asked other friends and it's like, it's, it's crazy how difficult of a question that is to answer. Cause like so many of us, we grow up wanting to be, you know, you grow up wanting to be celebrated or you want people to acknowledge what you're doing, but you don't really do it for yourself. So like, how do you do that, Brian? I mean, when you're, when when you have had a great week or you've had something that you really want to like, how do you, how do you celebrate yourself? Well, 
I allow myself uh, certain things out of the week. I plan every Sunday out with my friends. We hang out at my friend's house. And I find that's kind of my celebration every Sunday. And we talk about our weeks. And we have a good support system. So if I bring something up, you know, they'll uh, give me... Uh, satisfaction you know they'll talk me up I'll talk them up if it's something real big like my friend is graduating nursing school so I feel that we should find a way to celebrate her graduating nursing school and if I'm gonna treat myself I usually I'm trying to think back Usually, I I like a, for me, I like treating myself to a drink if it's something special is usually what I do. But you're right. It, it I don't even think I can. I think I, it's a tough question, I, right? Like, it, it's, I think it's, I have something to work on. Thing. I have something to work on. <laughs> like, and dude, don't feel bad. I mean, I feel like I, I when when somebody asked me that it rocked me, man, because I was like, whoa, wait, like. I don't like that was really all I could come up with was like I don't like it was like a really weird thing and then so I started kind of asking some of my buddies the same thing like yo man how do you you know if you've had a good week or if you you know some of my buddies like you know they're actors or, or guys that are producers and you know they'll finish a show and you know for us like in television you know we normally work like 12 hour days you're working five six seven days a week and you're you're because you're just cranking to get the show finished and then you'll finish the show and a lot of guys, I mean, got, people always get sick after the show or people get kind of like bummed out after the show. But it, I, I've asked some of my friends, like, yo, how do you celebrate? What do you do that is, you know, just to kind of have that moment. And and it's funny because like, I love that you said, you know, you have a friend that's graduating nursing school and it's like, you're, you want to celebrate her and you're, and it's like, you're excited about it. Like I could hear you were excited. Oh, it's like, we're sure. excited yeah. to celebrate other people. Yeah. And it's like, and then it comes to us and then we're like, Ooh, cause you know how so hard, many... you know how hard they worked. You, you yeah. saw it firsthand, even though you do it yeah. yourself and you know, firsthand yourself, but you don't celebrate yourself. You don't, you don't celebrate it. And I, I think it's like really difficult for people to do is like, we, we want to, we want to celebrate others, which is, which is amazing, right? Like, I think that's such a huge, huge thing in life is being able to celebrate the successes of other people. And there are a lot of people that struggle with that. You know, I mean, like they think some people get in that mindset that, oh, well, if he's winning, then that means that I'm failing. I was like, no, that's not, that's, that's not how it is. Like, it's not a teeter totter where one person wins and the other loses. Like, People can, you know, celebrate your friends. But yeah, when it comes to ourselves, it can definitely be that thing of like, oh man, like I don't want to celebrate myself. I think it's one of those reasons, and this may be too too much of a leap uh, in, in a transition, but I think, you know, especially now getting into my 30s, um, you know, I see so many people talk about like, I saw a post the other day and somebody was like, you know what, I... All I want for my birthday is for people to ignore that it's my birthday, you know? And it was like, I think a lot of times people, as we get older, it starts to become this difficult thing because like, you know, your birthday comes and you, you automatically, it's almost like new year's, right? You automatically go to this place of like, what's the last year been? What's changed? How did I move forward? Oh my God, I didn't do anything that I wanted to do that thing when I was 28 and now I'm 
37. Like, what am I doing? Right. And I think people get hard on themselves. And it's that thing they don't want to be, they don't want to celebrate or they don't know how to celebrate themselves or they don't, or they don't think that they're worthy of being celebrated. Um, and, and I think that's a, it's something that a lot of us need to look at and, and identify like what, where, where are we not loving ourselves? You know, what, what is this crazy expectation that we have of ourselves in, in, man, I had, I had a moment where I was like, you know, I, when I started thinking about a lot of the goals that I had started setting or like when you, when you come up with these ideas that like, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to have this car, I'm going to have this blah, like, this is what my life will look like. And I start tracing it back and I'm like, well, I started coming up with those ideas when I was pretty young. When I'm like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, I thought that you know, I want to be a millionaire by 30 or blah, 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 blah. And the, there is not a 13 year old in the world that I would take life advice from right now. You know, like, like there's not a 13 year old that I would, that I would care that much about his opinion of my life and what I've accomplished. So I was like, so why in the heck am I still trying to live up to the expectations that, that little Philip Andrew had of what my life should be like? Right. And when I finally kind of got in there, I was like, oh man, just like, don't worry about it. Like, just, you know, don't worry about the expectation that 13 year old Philip Andrew have. Like, yeah, that's not you. Happy. That's not you anymore. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. And to be honest, like 25 year old me isn't me anymore. Like, right. you know, like I don't exactly. want to, I want to hold my, I just want to be here in this conversation, yep. enjoying it. And, and for everyone out there, I hope you guys are enjoying listening to it. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying it too. Yeah. Um, I want to, uh, lead towards uh wrapping this up and i want to totally give everyone a takeaway on this episode like what is this episode for and what can people take away from this and i want to basically recap and we talked about gratitude we talked about happiness we talked about success yep. and we talked about treating yourself so yeah Let's let's step by step. Happiness. We need to find out what's why are you unhappy? You need to find that out before you're happy and what truly makes you happy, not this end game, but what is the process that makes you happy. And and, and I also and I real quick I'd yeah. like to just add yeah. uh you know, I came up with this I or I didn't come up with this idea, but like one thing that I really try to hang on to is like I do not chase happiness. Right. You I should never do it. that. Right. I tap into it. It's already inside of me. It, I believe that it's already inside of everyone. It isn't something external. Happiness is not external. It's inside. You tap into it. I don't chase it. Sorry. you. It just fired and, up for me. And, <laughs> and also, you should be unhappy. There should be times in your life that you should be unhappy. You have to have this balance in life. So you need to be unhappy to know what happiness is. So throughout your whole life, even if you found yourself and you feel like you're the healthiest mentally and physically you've ever been and you've just been on top of the world, you're going to need to, need to be unhappy after that point to get to the next level. It, it has to happen no matter how, how old you are and how long you've been having this success because that's what life is. Life is a balance. So unhappiness is a necessity to be happy and you should enjoy being in the moment of unhappiness because it's, it's a feeling 
just like happiness is. And you should live through that process instead of complaining about it and wishing you were happy. The grass is greener on the other side. You should live in that moment as well. So you should live in the unhappiness and really soak in what it's like to feel like that and why you're feeling like that. Yeah, I, I think it's totally natural. I don't I don't know if I would go as extreme to say that you need to be unhappy. <laughs> I, I, I get I, I get what you're saying. I, I totally yeah, understand. I'm, what you're I'm going. being a little I, extreme, I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably use a little bit different words, but I think I, I totally get it. I think it's one of those things where it's I would say it's natural and it's okay right. to be unhappy. And it's in it's 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 okay to be you know, have those feelings and be like, oh man, like I'm kind of bummed out. Like, why am I bummed out? Like, oh, maybe I'm bummed out because of this thing. Oh, okay. That's why I'm bummed out. Cool. Oh, how do we fix that? You know, like not, I, I think a lot of times people do get in that mindset of like, oh, I'm unhappy. Oh, but I know that I should be happy, but I'm not happy. So what the hell? I'm not happy. And now I'm unhappy that I'm unhappy. And, I'll, and then it's the spiral. Yeah. So I think there is, it, it's that moment of like, acceptance right like it's like hey dude i'm unhappy right now yeah in in unhappiness is totally a natural and yep. human emotion am i am i natural yeah am i a human yeah okay so is it safe to say that at some point i'm gonna feel unhappy yeah okay cool so we're normal this is just life awesome let's move forward right you know so i well i, uh, I think you like should I said, take I, time I totally get i totally what you get where i i know where you were going I yeah just, uh, i wouldn't say you need it but i i hear where you're at right let's say it's okay to be unhappy but when you are it's you, okay to be you unhappy. need to take time to feel unhappy you need to take time to totally to to cry it's okay to cry you need to take time Ooh, to be unhappy i love me a good cry yeah i love me a good cry yeah <laughs> right and then you know after you're in instead of dwelling in that moment, just really just be in the moment. That way, you, like how you said, you never strive for happiness. So when you're staying in the moment, just make sure you're in the moment when you are unhappy as well. That way, you can be in the moment when you are happy and really enjoy that. I love that, man. What, what we uh, what's what, what's the next point we need to recap? I feel right, like our right. recap is going to be thirty minutes long. <laughs> well, all right, we <laughs> we talked about happiness, and we were saying that you know success and happiness uh, relate to each other. And for success, what did we say about success? That it is not uh, not the end game, not the not the Academy Award. That is not your success because once you reach yeah. there and you get it, is that really success? Yeah, I, I think I think the success is totally that that instance where you got to figure out what it is for yourself and and be able to understand that. Like you you have the ability to kind of tap into it and and understand it in a way that other people, you know, or, or, or in a way that you don't need to judge it by anybody else's idea right of it right like it, it should be you know it should be successes um, from within yeah and, and success is totally something personal right you know success is a personal thing it's not something that needs to be judged by other people like it's your own it's your own definition of success on what you want your life to be about and i think when you understand that it's, it's a really powerful thing right perfect and then we talked about gratitude uh, being thankful for just being alive alone and being thankful that you have access to just daily things that people in this world do not have access to and being thankful that 
you have people in your life, just everything in your life, really. Oh yeah, you the, gratitude is everywhere. Right, everywhere. There, there, there is a like you can be grateful. In, in, you know, the one thing I'll say, you know, I always, when I start first coaching people, one of the first things I start doing is I start requiring, you know, I start really requiring a, um, a, a five item gratitude list every day and just taking five minutes and writing 10, you know, writing five things down that you are grateful for. And, and I always tell people it can be as monumental or as small and superficial as like, it, there's no judging it, you know, it's, Hey man, I'm glad I have, I'm glad I got a head of hair. I'm glad I have, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I have, uh, you know, you know, I've got money for a, a soda, you know, like it can be as small or as monumental. I mean, I've had times where I've written like, man, I'm just, uh, you know, I'll be writing and I'm like, man, I'm glad that I know how to write. I'm glad that I have a hand. I'm glad I got fingers that can pick this pen up and put it to paper. I'm glad that I have a say, you know, like there's so, at every, every single corner of your life everywhere. There's a, the, the fact that you had the luxury to, to sit down and play and listen to this podcast, right? Like the fact that you have headphones or the fact that you have ears that you can even hear this thing. Like there's like gratitude is everywhere. Right. Absolutely everywhere. Yeah. I like that. And then something I need to work on, I admit that, and I am going to work on uh, treating ourselves. You know, how you said Boom. at the end of the week, you had a good week. What can we do about that? How can we celebrate? And it doesn't need to be huge, but even just thinking of something small, like going, I feel great. Let's, I'm going to go on a walk, you know, just something easy like that. Like, I feel great. I'm going to go on a walk. Yeah, that sounds good. And think about my week and what next week has in store for me how can i make that a great week or it could be getting friends together and going out to eat you know anything it's so funny i had somebody tell me that they're like dude you need to start scheduling time to walk and i was like what and then i started reading a lot of stuff about amazing like really successful people and they talk about how important just walking and thinking was so i actually started like it might, if I, I'll send you a photo of my planner, it's like <laughs> insane, but I will legitimately block off time to like, go take a walk, like go take 45 minutes and walk around right. and just take a walk. Yep. And it's been, you know, and for me, I, like, I don't know if you can tell, but like, I'm a little bit of a high energy guy and I, I'm kind of like all over the place and I'm running from here to there. And I probably take too much pre-workout before I go to the gym. And <laughs> I probably didn't need another coffee before this call, but I took it. And, um, you know, I'm all over the place. And so for me, learning how to like pump the brakes and slow down and like you know look at the grass and in like look at the color of the grass and look at the clouds and look at the cool stuff that's like you know that you know the whole whatever like stop and smell the roses thing but right. it's true man it's like so important to just take a second and marvel at like this life that we get to instead of like just sprinting towards what the hell are we sprinting towards? Like be the moment, be in the moment. So, uh, but yeah, that was a, that's been definitely a new development for me. And, and I think that's rad that you do that too, man. It's really cool. I wanted to, you know, I know we're wrapping up. I wanted to ask you about, you know, this will be my last thing because <laughs> I did have a question for you, which you mentioned your, your meditation and I've tried getting into meditation and I do it sometimes. Other times I don't. Sometimes I do guided. Sometimes I do, 
other things. I haven't. That's the one thing that I really want to understand that I haven't really gotten good at yet. Um, how, what you you know? What's the quick version on like how does your meditation work, and, and what have you noticed have been the the big benefits of it? Right. I want to do an episode specifically for this, but I can give a a a very quick crash course on it. What I do, and I call it thankfulness meditation, which why which is why I like your view on gratitude. So I think this might work pretty well for you because you understand what gratitude really is deep within. So I take I I sit Indian style on my bed. I uh, usually make a tea. It's usually uh, like a stress relief tea or like lavender or something relaxing that you can breathe in the vapors and when you uh go through your deep breathing and I take five minutes to focus on my breath in through my nose, out through my mouth, and try to clear my mind of thought. Now, if my mind is racing, I'm trying to slow it down. So if it's if I, I keep getting a thought, I let it come in and I also let it go. So let that thought go. If it comes again, you need to really let it go. So clear that mind, focus on your breath, and then when you're ready, restart your day. So w- from the current day you're meditating. So I restart my day today, I wake up out of bed, and literally every step that you can remember until you are meditating, then I go back and I restart my day. Now I find spots within my day that I'm thankful for. So I'm thankful for like just little things. Like I'm trying, I'll try to think of something right now. What am I, what was I thankful for today? So if I was meditating, I could say, for example, just this podcast episode right now, I could, that could be a, a moment I'm extremely thankful for. And it could be something small. Like someone said, Hey, you look good today. Like, wow, I'm thankful for someone took time out of their day to say, to say that to me, to lift my spirits up, you know, just simple things like that. Or I'm thankful I made this really kick-ass sandwich. Oh, I just outdid myself. You know, something. Oh man, now now I'm hungry, bro. Now I need. <laughs> right. I love that. So dude. you know, something small. Now, yeah. I also go back. What am I thankful for in my life? So the things like I'm thankful for my music. I'm thankful for I have a podcast. My my skill sets in writing the people in my life, I have a car, house, kids, everything like that. And then after that, I'm, I find a way to be thankful for things that normally I wouldn't be thankful for, things that stress me out, things that hurt me, things that took 10 years to overcome, you know, stuff like that. Like the deep, really what's like the deep demons in your mind. Yeah. Find an angle to be thankful for that. And that's when you accept true thankfulness, in my opinion. Then after that, I plan my next day. So just you can plan one thing out of the day for your next day. And then after that, five minutes of breathing, and then you're done. Usually about a half hour is a good amount of time. And that's nice, man. I call that thankfulness meditation. It's I didn't really learn it from anywhere. I just kind of like 
took odds and ends from everywhere and focused on myself and what I needed to work on. And that was something I needed to work on. And it's really helped my life. That's awesome, man. I think that's a that's a great place. I think that's like that's a great spot to, dude. Make sure when you when you do that one, send it to me, man. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear that that episode. And um, you know, I think you know, like you said, I know you were you were, you wanted to to wrap it up. So um, I just I just wanted to say, man, thank you so much for you know offering me the opportunity to kind of you know come on your podcast and, and talk with you, man. It was a it's a great time, and and I hope you know I don't know if any of the listeners are still are still there. This is, you know, it got to be a long one. And I know sometimes I don't even want to listen to myself (laughs) talk this long, but, but if anyone is still listening, I mean, and you want to connect with me, I would love to, I love connecting with anybody. Um, so my name, you know, if you don't know it yet, it's Philip Andrew, two L's and you can catch me on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, um, all of the different things at, at Philip Andrew LA. And then if you want to send me an email, you can hit me up Philip Andrew LA at gmail.com. And then boom, and I'm sure you'll have links and whatnot. So yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you so much, man. I really, I really appreciate you having me on as a guest, and uh, it's a pleasure. And uh, and I hope we, uh, I hope we can do it again sometime in the uh, in the future, man. And, yeah. and we'll see. And then and then I'll check in with you, and I'll see how you're celebrating yourself. Yeah, I I would love that. Uh, thank you for coming on. I I had a I learned something today. So yeah, I'm gonna get back with you on that. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Everybody else out there, you guys have a great day. Uh, Go go make somebody smile today and and make yourself smile. Love you all. Take it easy. All right. Thank you. Thank you.